This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. everyone. You're listening to Thoughts and Theories on ORFM, where I'll delve deeper into the meanings and messages of films, books, TV shows, and more. I'm Asha Amaasri, and let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts and Theories. Happy New Year, everyone. Um, it's officially 2023 by the time that you guys are hearing this, if I'm correct, though I'm not quite sure. My math has always been real rough. Um, but yeah, no, that doesn't matter. Uh, something that I just realized when I was editing my last episode, um, that we had, we were actually on episode 30 of Thoughts and Theories. Like, um, right now we're episode 31, but oh my god, I, like... 30 episodes, that's crazy. That's got to be a milestone, right? Um, I don't exactly know how I should celebrate, but um, that's that's definitely quite a lot. I didn't expect my to. I didn't expect seeing myself, um, uh, I guess, surviving this long with uh, a commitment. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty happy, I think. Uh, it's definitely shaped my uh, last, I think, two years of high school pretty, pretty well, I reckon. I think I... It would just be over a year or two, almost two. No, I don't know math, but um, definitely way more than a year uh, since I've started Thoughts and Theories. So, yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. I mean, I honestly don't know if anybody's listening, um, but it's still really fun to be doing stuff like this. Um, and uh, yeah, so if anybody is listening, um, thanks for sticking by. I guess <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Um, anyway. I'm just rambling. Uh, but the topic today is romance, or I guess the progression of romance. Uh, I'm not quite sure. It's something along those lines. I was just listening to some songs, and do you ever realize that one of the most popular songs generally are just romance songs? Or if it's not romance, then it's something to do with romance, like um, trying to get together with a person like whether that's in a romantic way or in a, like, one-night-stand way, either way, it's about, like, this intimacy and connection between two different people. Rappers would generally uh, put it in a more crass manner, but I don't exactly know how to say it, but, yeah, no. Um, And I was just, the other day, I was just listening to Enchanted by Taylor Swift, and, like, and I'll put it on later, uh, but... Just, like, listening to the lyrics, I was just thinking, I don't know, man, like, falling in love sounds like such a, such a difficult thing. No, it, okay, okay, no, that's wrong. Let me, let me backtrack a second. Falling in love sounds like something effortless, like something really easy to do. Just having to deal with that emotion, though, and having to live with it. And getting that reciprocated and everything else, like the whole journeys of being in love, that's that's the part that sounds exhausting. To be able to stay with someone for a long time and 
I don't know, be able to sync up with them, I guess. Um, and hope that because um, you're sort of being really vulnerable, right? Like you're you're wearing your heart on your sleeve and you're giving it to the other person, trusting them not to stomp on it. That is that that's a big that's a big risk. It's um, a big trust to give to somebody. Um, but generally, uh, it may end up being stomped on, whether that's on purpose or not. And that's really scary. To put yourself out there and show your true self, your true face. Um, tell them this other person that you care for deeply, this person who you want their positive opinion of. Um, you tell them about your likes, your dislikes, your hobbies, and your dreams and aspirations, all the things that make you you, um, and hope for reciprocation. And that that feeling, that fear of um, limbo in between the part where whether you're friends or you're something more, that feeling must... It's, it's a scary feeling, you know? Uh, and I just... Hearing it, you know, talked about on through music through art and um just that feeling in flowery language it's just so poetic to me and it just sounds so beautiful but so scary at the same time because you're in murky waters you don't know where you are you don't know if you what you're feeling it's a new thing and um you don't know if it's gonna be reciprocated at at worst no, at best, you would still say friends and you're rejected. Um, and this is, like, for the negative scenario anyway. And at worst, you guys are alienated and um, this person you like ends up being the person you hate at the end. It's just, it's such a journey. Um, and everyone has such, like, up and down stories from meeting, like, having a meet-cute in a cafe or, like, um, you used to be, you know, enemies to lovers or, I don't know, you used to hate each other, now you, you know, kind of like each other, you went to, or you've been friends ever since you were kids, um, I don't know, everyone's got their own, like, I guess, love story, and <laughs> I just realized that, <laughs> um, I'm talking about this as if I know what I'm talking about, uh, by the way, I don't know what I'm talking about. I have never been in love. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> but it's just, as someone who's never been in love, just the idea of falling in love is so cute to me. It's so amazing. And it's also terrifying at the same time. And I can't imagine actually having to feel what these people feel when they were writing these songs or when they were writing these poems or whatever, right? Because I think I... And I think this goes for anyone. Um, I have fallen in love with the idea of being in a relationship, with um, being able to sync up with someone, uh, to be able to be vulnerable with someone, and for them not to judge me at all for all my imperfections, for all my mistakes, and to have someone there for me, to understand me for who I am, truly, and know for a fact that they'll never leave me. Yes, we may have our ups and downs, but... I would have someone who would be able to challenge me, who would be able to make me laugh, who can be there for me when I cry, and vice versa. I think that that whole idea, that whole concept of a relationship, to come home to someone that you love and trust, that's just the whole idea of love. I, I just, I can't get, I can't say it enough. It's just so beautiful, right? Because it's a feeling that is just so hard to explain 
when everyone like comes up with all sorts of metaphors like butterflies in my stomach or you know the uh like you feel like you're on a roller coaster or you feel really warm like there's a sun in your chest or like flowers are blooming on the tip of your tongue like you know it's just these these languages that people use to express what they're feeling to tell others so that they can understand like people like me who hasn't felt that before can get a mere semblance just a mere fraction of what they feel because i know for a fact that words can never exactly describe how you truly feel yes you can get an idea but you can never have it can never compare to the true emotion like anger sadness or whatever right so just all these beautiful things that they describe as love i do wonder how it is feel how it is to feel like you are in love with someone it sounds so beautiful but at the same time like i said before it's terrifying especially if you've been scarred by love in the past uh due to i don't know uh, a bad breakup or unfortunate circumstances um and you know not all injuries are physical right and i can tell i've heard that um heartbreak can kill a person inside um and it's just it's so hard to pinpoint because you can't see the wound it's not something that you can just go to the hospital and say hey i've got a i think i've got a broken arm and it really hurts and then i can get medication for it a broken heart is something that you just feel no one will be able to understand it at the time or even if they have gone through something similar they wouldn't be able to ever understand how you feel because what you feel is just what you feel i guess i don't know how to explain it but and i guess that thought is both really comforting and really lonely because no one would ever truly be able to understand the pain that you're going through they cannot emphasize the same way um they can possibly sympathize and you know do their best to be accommodating they can never truly understand because everyone deals with emotions, pain, love, or whatever differently, right? We could compare two different people in pretty much the same relationships. Like, um, you know, uh, these two people had gone out, these two couples, sorry, had gone out, um, like, had been together for the same amount of time. Um, they have pretty much the same circumstances and they broke up pretty much the same way, right? But those two people could deal with the breakup differently, right? Someone could get over that breakup in six months and another person would still be, like, mourning that feeling two years later. Like, it's just, this sort of pain is not able to be quantified. It can, can't be given in a timeline because everyone is different. Everyone's got different sensitivities, different ways that they emote, how, how they deal with it, Right? And that's the part where that scares me the most, I think, because I've I've heard the breakup songs. And um, usually we like to joke about how, like, the media is filled with so many breakup songs. And it's just, it is what, it's like, and it sucks. It's so funny. It's so cliche. But I think once you have actually gone through a breakup and, like, you sort of relate to it in a different way and you can understand it on a different level and be genuinely, like oh, ouch, this actually hurts. Um, 
and of course this is just me um taking it from like what i see other people experience uh and seeing that um seeing like the people that i know or the people that i'm close to um deal with that it's it's so scary just being the person on the side to witness that to see the deterioration and to to see the effect it can have on a person i i don't want to go through that but at the same time it's something that i want to risk if i'd be able to experience those happy days of being able to call someone else mine you know you know what i mean um it's just it's so crazy um from going like how easily how quickly you can go from talking to someone every single day for years and then just to suddenly stop just like that zero contact blocked no contact no seeing each other all pictures gone phone number gone and that's it and it's like it's like you sort of become an addict to this drug that you call love right you can't just take it away after constantly shoving this pill down my throat like after me taking this pill every single day you just take it away without expecting me to feel the consequences of not no longer having my fix you know um seeing how a person can deteriorate under those conditions it's just like love looks like it can be addicting but it can also look so beautiful so it's like a double-edged sword in a way and it's um it's terrifying um and i think a really good example of someone who shows or uh, like you know who you know tells like really good stories of love i think is taylor swift and i think i did mention this on my other episode um but like and as much as a lot of people make fun of her for like her personal life and her dating life and stuff like that like i honestly don't care um but because whatever happens, it at, at least at the end of the day, um, she gets some really good songs out of it. Like, if I wanted to n- understand what it is to fall in love and to feel the heartbreak and to, you know, and everything in between, right? Taylor Swift is the way to go because her songs are just so amazingly written. It's just so well done. And um, even a noob like me who has no idea what the frick is going on with her life most of the time, seeing it just happen and it's seeing him sorry seeing her describe everything that she's feeling and stuff i just feel like i can sort of get a sense of what she um intended her audience to hear like this these feelings that she's trying to these secondhand feelings that she's trying to impart on us and the best song that i can like explain to you uh, like that i want to show you today is enchanted because enchanted is like one of my favorite taylor swift songs of all time it's in one of her older albums um and it's just it gives me feelings of fairy tale and um like this childlike feeling of falling in love again and just it's just like i don't know i don't know it's just it's so fantastical to me um but yeah no take a listen and you'll know what i mean there I was again tonight Forcing laughter, faking smiles Same old tired, lonely place Walls of insincerity Shifting eyes and vacancy Vanished when I saw your face All I can say is it was Enchanting to me, you 
your eyes whispered how we met Across the moon your silhouette Starts to make its way to me The playful conversation starts Counter all your quick remarks Like passing notes in secrecy And it was enchanting to me
See what I mean, though? Actuals. Like, it's so, it's so good. It's so good. Like, I have no idea, like, the feeling itself, but, like, the secondhand emotions that you can sort of feel from Taylor through that song is, like, so, it's so good. Like, I feel, like, enchanted, you would say. No, <laughs> no. Uh, but I feel, like, oh, I don't know. I feel like I'm the one who's, like, trying to fall in love. Like, it, it gives you feelings of hopelessness and, um, like sort of fantasy like right because falling in love is sort of that right um everything seems perfect like the colors seem brighter the night seems bitter and like all the imperfections and the annoyances of the day just sort of fall away as you sort of meet the eyes of someone who you just know instantly that you're attracted to right and it's love at first sight and she describes this and it's like really fantastical and she uses really nice um like the song is so nice it's so good and then but like i don't know there's just my heart can't help but break a little with the lyric um at the end that she ends off with like um what was it please what was it please don't be please (laughs) please don't be in love with someone else please don't have somebody waiting on you waiting for you or something like that and it's like oh it's just that feeling of helplessness is just so strong in the bridge and at the end um because it's just you don't know this person it's just you fell in love at first sight and this feeling is unexplainable it's strong and it's magical but because you don't know them you don't know if that he or uh, like he you don't know if he's like got someone else waiting at home and this feeling is just something like it's just there's just like this there's a feeling of like inevitable heartbreak with that lyric like because it's like um if if that person does end up having someone waiting for them at home you can't do anything about it but you already feel what you already felt and it's just like i don't know i don't know that song is just it's so good it's so romantic it's so fantastical it's so sweet Uh, and a little bit sad at the same time and at the same time honestly i have to say it's like my childhood it's such a good song and i'm not saying that taylor swift's song nowadays aren't good like her songs still are great and it i feel like it gets better but uh there's just something about her old songs that just hit like a special place within me i think like i maybe because i grew up with her old songs so it's more nostalgic than anything but yeah enchanted is just such a such a good song to explain the helplessness of falling in love and the fear that comes with it but also how everything sort of seems to slot into place when your other half is joined with you you know you feel complete and that's just it's so sweet it's so cute as as much as like everything like that is sounds so sweet and cool though um Unfortunately, reality sucks, right? Like, reality does just doesn't work like that. And it's, like, really lucky for those who have actually experienced love at first sight. And it ends up working out for them, like, in the movies. That That's, like, super cool. But, like I said, that doesn't happen often. And it's, like, almost fantasy in comparison, right? Um, if you think... I think, I don't know, the progression of romance in reality is just... Uh, it's a bit sad and depressing if you really think about it. Um, I'm not saying back in the day everything was perfect. I mean, obviously we we had like our 
like like a lot of things were wrong back in the day like for example we didn't we didn't have internet and stuff like that and you know the treat like there was less equality and stuff like that it was just it sucked but at the same time there were still like some pretty cool stuff with back in the day though i can't say which years were back in the day because i don't know history but you know like those days where you know uh women are courted you know like um men would have to really chase you would have to woo you in order to gain your heart and they would have to go through the courting process and stuff like that and i don't know there's just there's just a sense of rom like such romance to it like um the act of wooing being chased um and it's just it sounds so sweet and it's something out of like a fairy tale you know um whereas today you would get a text from this dude at like 2 a.m and he'd say w-y-d what are you doing like you know like how how have we degraded so far <laughs> okay <laughs> oh god um and it's like I feel like it's just so much harder to make connection with other people nowadays um, in comparison to back then, even though we have phones, even though we have bigger, better technology and stuff like that. Because despite how technology helps us connect with people, there's a sense of disconnect due to this ease that is given to us. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't really know how how that works exactly but you know with all this access to quick easy dating like um tinder or uh other online dating websites and stuff where you can just meet people online text and then just determine whether you like that person or not based off of their profile photo based off of their profile photo the first couple of texts they send and then boom you just move on to the next person like literally isn't the whole thing about it like you look at their picture and you swipe yes or no like you you're you're just judging that person immediately without actually getting to know them and you know stuff like that and i guess that's why dating nowadays is just so difficult especially with like the songs that we have nowadays as well like well there are some like quite cool romance ones and it's like really sweet there are other ones that it's more it's less it's less about meaning and it's more about beat fetishism where, like, you put down a sick beat and people just, like, lose their minds and they love it so much. And, like, I'm obviously... I'm victim of this as well. Like, I'd listen to a song. I don't even know what they're talking about, but the song sounds cool, so it's, like, it's cool, right? So it's... um, It just... It is what it is. But if you really, like, take the minute to listen to the lyrics, it's like... What? <laughs> like, what What are these songs um, even saying, right? Like, for example, there's this one. So there you go. Oh, can't make a wife out of a oh. Like, what what is that? Or what about Sam Smith's recent song, um, Unholy? Like, that song is literally about a guy or a husband bragging about going to um the strip club or something similar behind his wife's back and people lose their minds over their song because it sounds catchy and it is what it is right um and oh my god i say it is what it is way too much so bear with me i'm sorry um but like and it's, that's not the only song as well like there's so many songs with basically the same things like um this previous songs i just mentioned and it's i mean like it i don't know if it does any harm more than just like yeah, no, I don't know. It's just, it's something to notice, I guess, to realize that we've, we've gone really 
we've sort of lost all the subtlety and the uh, hidden meanings, the, you know, overt glances to just being crass and just stating it straight up and, like, making our intentions clear, but, like, like skipping back to, just skipping to last base, basically. And it's, um, people are just more open about it now. Um, and honestly, I don't know how to feel about that. Like, it may be good for other people, it may not, I don't know. It's just, it's something to note in terms of, like, how romance and how dating life has changed since then. And honestly, we have a lot of jokes about, um, the bar for the guys being on the floor and, um, like, on the internet and stuff like that. And, like, now everyone, like, some people, uh, like, say how, oh, you know, now guys just have to breathe and people already hate on them. And, like, honestly, guys get made fun of so much nowadays. And, um, like, sucks to be them, (laughs) honestly. But, honestly, some of the... Uh, some of the jokes about the bar being on the floor is just so funny to me because it's so true. Because um, for me personally, like I said, I have never been in, in love before. But I can see myself falling in love really easily um, to the point where someone could just, like, a man can just, like, look at me, give me a flower. Like, no, he doesn't even need to buy me a flower, right? Like, he just needs to pick one off from the side of the road right in front of me and just give it to me, and I would be gone, just like that, I'd full head over heels for this man, it doesn't matter if he's pretty, it doesn't matter if he's not, um, immediately, I'd just be gone, because it's not, it's not the value in the act that, um, that makes me fall in love, it's the fact that I was thought of in the first place, like, it's just, it's so, it's so sweet, and I don't know, and I feel like I'm very vulnerable to being taken advantage of, because I, I'm so easy. I am so easy. It, I just feel like it'd be so easy for me to, like, like get to like this person. They just have to do one simple thing and I'm gone. There's this, there's been this argument going on online about the act of giving flowers, right? Some people say, oh, what's the point of giving flowers? Like, it doesn't even, like, what's, what's so important about getting flowers? Um, there's, like, they don't see the romance in it, you know, um, they don't see the point, and, because it's gonna die anyway, and it's like, if you want flowers or chocolate so much on Valentine's Day, or on your anniversary, or whatever, if you want it so much, why don't you just ask, instead of, like, like, because how are we supposed to know to get you something, um, if you don't ask, right, like, they don't, they feel like it's unfair to be expected of, um, to get your partner gifts, because you don't know, that they want this gift, you know? And at one, on one side, I sort of get it. But on another side, I'm just like, it's not, it's not the act, it's not the fact that they want flowers. Like, it doesn't need to be flowers specifically. It's the thought behind the flowers, okay? It's the thought of, like, because when you give your girl flowers, right, without them having to ask, your girl immediately knows that you were just going on about your day, you saw the flowers, and you were like, oh, I think my girl would like this. So now, your girl knows that she has been thought of in your day-to-day life without her actually being there, right? So she feels touched that you were thinking about her in the day, just like you, she was probably thinking about you in the day. So that's, that's what it is. It's not it's not the flowers themselves. It can be literally anything. Like I said, it can be flowers on the side of the road. You don't even need to spend a buck, right? Um, 
It could be flowers. It could be chocolates. It could be a new pair of socks because you notice that her socks have been, you know, a bit thin lately. It's got, it's gone holy. So you need, she needs new socks. Or, you know, maybe you decided to buy her a cookie because they were on sale and you know she loves those cookies. Like, it could be anything. But just the act of buying it because you thought of her, that's what makes the act so, so, um, important. And, why it's such a heartwarming gesture that's why we value it so much and some people don't seem to get it and it's okay not to get it but it's not okay to get this explained to you and then still not do it if you know what i mean like um i don't know everyone's got different relationships of course but um no matter how many times a partner says oh i don't need any gifts it's like fine or whatever um it's always nice to receive things right and like Sometimes people don't like expensive things, and that's fine. That's okay. Like, you can be uncomfortable with expensive things. That's fine. And people don't want to give expensive things That's sometimes. That's okay. Like I said, just, you can, it can be as simple as picking up a flower on the side of the road, or, you know, uh, taking a picture of the dog at the park that you saw because, oh, you know that she will love this, or he will love this because they love dogs, you know, it's just, it's so simple. Just take a time, take a minute out of your day to do it. You don't need to do it all the time, but don't just do it on special occasions. Because when you do it on special occasions like Valentine's Day or on your anniversary, that's just something that is expected of you, right? It's just a tradition. That's what you do. But to do it on a random day, on a random Tuesday after work or during work, that's what makes it special. It's sweet like that. But people don't do it anymore. It's not, it's not much. We ask for so little, but we don't even get that. You know what I mean? The bar is so low on the floor that the you guys aren't even tripping on it. The bar is not even on the floor. It's bu- it's underground at this point. It's just... It's so easy, I think, to gain the affections of a girl, but the effort is just not there. And... um there's also these memes as well about girls being unreasonable and, like, expecting too much and stuff like that. And, of course, sometimes we do expect too much. But that same, that goes the same for guys as well. And I'm, all this advice I'm saying about, like, caring for your partner and, you know, just being aware of them, giving them gifts, it doesn't just apply to the guys. It applies to the girls as well. Like, for your mans. And I know you the girls would generally understand this a bit more, though, because our version of romance is just... We, we, we think about it more, I think, generally. Um, guys don't think about it as much. Because I was having a conversation with this one dude who was really careful about um, what he said to his girl and when he said it. Um, like, he would make sure not to talk to her too much because he doesn't want to be viewed as a simp, right? And I just thought, first I was like, bro, what? That's so lame. In my mind, anyway. And then second, I thought, actually... You know what? Maybe I sort of get it because, um, because guys are generally more, they're, they, they, it's just much more difficult for them to express their emotions outwards. And when he cares for a girl, um, more, much more than he expected that I, I think that could probably be quite a scary feeling and to be seen as someone who cares more in the relationship. Um, I feel like that might be seen as like, you know, stamping on their pride a little bit. I don't know. It's like, it probably wounds their pride. Um, but at the same time, I get it. Like, you don't want to be seen as someone who wants to, who, um, is more in love within the relationship because, uh, 
that makes you more vulnerable. That means you lost, right? And if this falls out and if you break up, then you lose the most because you fell harder, right? And while I understand that, at the same time, I think it's just such a, it's such a dangerous mentality because you're, not only are you making yourself suffer by controlling all your reactions and um, being overcautious, but you're also making your partner suffer because your partner doesn't know where you're at emotionally. Like, are you feeling what I'm feeling? Or like, I'm feeling quite like, so I'm feeling like the cold shoulder off of you right now. Like there's a little bit of distance and stuff. And this is where the communication issue comes in because no one wants to broach the topic first because that counts as, I guess, losing or whatever. Like I can sort of see it, like judging uh, from these movies and stuff like that. Like no one wants to be the weaker person. But that's the thing about relationships. They're not, it's not a competition. It's supposed to be a partnership you work together you're supposed to be a team and you can't be a team without talking to each other and of course this is so much easier said than done and of course i'm saying this without any personal experience so take anything i say with a grain of salt um but you know like all that aside though um i wanted to actually i know this is not what i usually do i'm gonna put on another song um, and I want to put on uh, All I Want by Olivia Rodrigo, um, which is like sort of an opposite of what Enchanted was. So give it a listen. I found a guy, told me I was a star. He held the door, held my hand in the dark. And he's perfect on paper, but he's lying to my face. Does he think that I'm the kind of girl who needs to be saved? And there's one more boy from my past We fell in love but it didn't last Cause the second I figure it out It pushes me away And I
for that to be okay. And there you have it. You may be wondering uh, why I chose this song of all other breakup songs, because you might be thinking there are way better uh, breakup songs um, than this and stuff like that. Because this, um, and I, I, I wouldn't say I disagree, but I wouldn't say I agree either. Um, but it's just th- this song hits different, I think personally. Uh, be, I don't know why. Um, I, I guess that's just a me thing, and everyone gets different vibes, right? But. Um, just like how in Enchanted there was that one line that like hit different. There's this one line. The hurt, the chorus in the song for me is just, I don't know why, but hit somewhere like deep. All I want is a good guy. Are my expectations far too high? Like, that's all we want, right? <laughs> and it's just something so simple. And, um, all this talk about the bar being on the floor and the guy still not being able to reach it and, you know, meeting that standard. Um, and this song pretty much covers that exactly. And with this whole thing about not wanting to care um, and say that it's behind me, but this song is still written for you. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's something that you say and you wish that you could, f- like, forget and move on. But it's not something forgotten so easily. It's, uh... Emotions are, like... They're, like, stained. They won't come out no matter how much you wash it. It may fade, but it won't come out. And it will always be a part of you. You know? A stain on your heart. And it will... You know, it will shape your personality. It will shape how you move on and go on with life. And you will embrace that eventually once you're all completely healed... Um, you'll embrace that, and that will become the new you. Because after all, with all with all our trials and tribulations, um, everything that we go through only helps enhance who we become today, right? Um, so I'm not saying that what we're going through, whether like romantic wise or uh, financial wise or um, relationship. Likewise, whether that's family, platonic, or whatever. Um, I'm not saying that's easy. Um, but at least... At least when you look back at it, you can sort of appreciate what it has done to shape who you are. And maybe it has worsened your conditions. But at the same time, I guarantee you, even if you have lost, you have gained something from your past experience. Um... And yeah, I just, I don't know, this whole romance thing, wanting to have someone um, and dreaming for it is just so, it's something that we all want. We all want companionships, right? We as human beings, we're not, we're not solitude type creatures. We're, we're made for companionship. We can't live alone. We have to interact. We have to be with other people. So... Why is it that it's so difficult when you're trying to sync up with someone? Some people say that falling in love back then is easier than falling in love today. I don't actually know if I agree with that. Even though I did say in the beginning that romance is different back then, you have the chase. But now we have the Tinder. (laughs) Um, But... uh, Okay, actually, there's this, this reminds me of this one interview that I watched. Hold on, I'll I'll link up the audio clip here. Oh, I think falling in love is the same as it's always been. 
I think it's as it's it's as uh, surprising and shocking and um, chaotic and beautiful as it's always been. The heart is is uncontrollable. You can't legislate for who you fall in love with. You just it happens. Because when yeah. you're younger, it's much easier to just get that crush on someone and then but when you get older you have more of a checklist <laughs> but, is that, but, but if you have a checklist is that really love do you know what I mean that might be someone you're trying to sync up with and live with um, or someone you're trying to share your life with or share something with I don't know so you're, like you're trying to construct a relationship where you can run in parallel and work together but that's is that love I don't know I think I think real love is about acceptance and about truth and about um about vulnerability and and uh yeah and, and then i think in that that you know when you when you really can accept someone for who they are and that that's what real love is it's um definitely to think about i think um i've never i've never really thought about it that way until i saw the interview and i just thought it was quite uh enlightening uh but then again i'm young i'll see what the world has to offer me then um but another thing that i sort of couldn't help but think about was uh you know how if you know me personally uh you would know that I love reading I'm I love watching films as well yes but I'm more of a book person um and it's sort of like enveloped my entire life like my being a bookworm is pretty much my entire personality and um like there's like this thing where people who read often get teased um or like Girls specifically, um, it, like when we read romance books, if we read romance books, like for example, the classic um, example is, oh, you read books, I bet you read Twilight, you know, uh, I bet, uh, I bet you read, you know, one of those Jane Austen books and stuff, thinking that you're the main character, or I don't know, right? Like they just, I don't know why, but men take a look at girls wanting to read books, the romance section, and just scoff at the unrealisticness of it and, like, you know, laugh at our faces for wanting to read romance because they they don't see it. They can't... It's so unbelievable. It's so unrealistic. But if you actually take a look at... Um, if you take a look at the romance books that we read, yeah, obviously we get that we get the cliche, oh my billionaire CEO husband, or like the forced marriage, or like sold to the mafia boss thing. I don't know. Like, obviously there's that on the surface, and it's like kind of cringe and it's whatever. But you know, comfort reads. It is what it is. But if you really like delve deep deeper into it, what we want um, in the bare basics of it, if we really unpack these books, is we just want a man that we can depend on. And that may be money, it may not be. We want a man that we can depend on who is openly, emotionally vulnerable to us. Um, someone who won't, someone who won't keep things from us. Someone who won't hide how much that we mean to them. That's, that's all we want. We just want a good guy. All I want is a good guy. Is that too much to ask? Just as Olivia Rodrigo says. That's what we want, right? And that's pretty much the basis of all romantic books. The guys, no matter the premise, whether he's a vampire, whether he's a billionaire, whether he's not just a childhood friend or he's poor or whatever, the guys in these romance books, they always sweep us off our feet. They make us fall in love with them. And the poetry in the books, like, 
using metaphors with the sun, the stars, like her eyes glittered like stars, like he never truly breathed until the moment he saw her, like, where to, like, if you want to feel important, then read a romance book, like, it just, you definitely feel like the main character, that's for sure, you feel important, you feel valued, and you feel seen, because the way that male characters are written in romance books, written by female authors, by the way, they're just so sweet, they're so, they're just so desirable, they're so nice, they're exactly what we want in a man, right? Um, And if you compare that to how some, and I say some, not all, how some male authors write, like, female characters in comparison, they're just like, oh, um, this char- this female character never wore makeup. She f- she found it disgusting. You know, she was never like other girls. She didn't like to wear dresses. Um, but she oh, uh, and she never like did diet. She ate whatever we want. She could eat. She could eat like three burgers and fries, and she could pack a nice lunch. And that's what I liked about her. She was she had no pretenses, but she somehow um, had like the perfect uh, hourglass figure. You know, and she was really curvy, and she always looked perfect waking up in the morning she has no acne she has a great relationship with her mother and like it's just it's absurd because it's so contradictory at the same time like how can she eat three burgers and still look the way she does how can she look so good and effortlessly amazing if she doesn't wear makeup you know like you know how to be to make a good female character she doesn't um she doesn't she doesn't have good female relationships generally in those books she is the outsider the other the other girl the the one of the boys you know um that's that's how they're generally written about and it's like and that is like a cliche sort of thing and i'm not saying i'm not denying that some female authors do that as well but something i noticed specifically and it's just it's such subtle nuances but just the way that they write female uh the some guy authors write female characters is just even though they follow the same trends and same cliches and stuff there's just these little small descriptions that you sort of get tinged off in your mind that yep this is definitely a man who wrote this while living in their mother's basement (laughs) no kidding um but okay that was really mean i'm sorry no but what i mean is just like you can sort of get the sense yeah this is definitely someone who has never actually interacted with a real female before oh god no that's not any better oh no oh god okay okay for example for example i kid you not i kid you not um there i saw this book and i cannot remember it because i think i purged it from my mind because of how terrible it was but like uh he was like he wrote something along the lines where oh she didn't she didn't get her period unlike other girls because um she she hated all that like that disgusting stuff and like you know she chose not to do it or something like she chose not to have her period like that's how the female body works and this is a published author like that this is this was actually something that someone wrote and i'm just like it wasn't it wasn't even a it wasn't even a take all right it was an actual 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 book and i just like what and even if I do recall the name of that author, obviously I can't say anything because that's just, um, I don't want to get in trouble, but like, it, I don't know, man. It's just, my brain kind of hurts whenever I talk about this and it, 
physically hurts me. Um, but then again, I, I do have to say, some characters ca- are written exceptionally well. Um, I can't exactly think uh, of any specific examples on top of my head, but I know that um, there are accomplished authors uh, who are good at writing um, characters of both genders, like, just fine. But I wanted to go back to the main issue about guys laughing at girls wanting to read romance books scoffing at how unrealistic and how stupid they are when all we ask is just someone who supports us and someone who can be there for us a good guy all we want is a good guy that's what we read about our our pleasure pleasure pastime is reading about a fantastical man who can be good to us and who can be there for us and these men laugh and scoff at the notion as if it's so impossible, as if there's no way, as if there's no such thing, as if what we're reading is actually about just as unbelievable as um, vampires and the Hobbit and, like, you know, and, like, swords. Oh, what swords? Where, where did that come from? Uh, like, ancient knights and stuff like that. As if it's that unbelievable. The notion of being a good guy. The notion of a guy uh, being openly affectionate. Like, can... can that even be processed to you right now like why is it that just wanting to have a good man so difficult why like you know what romance is dead i'm out <laughs> no, i'm kidding i'm kidding um maybe romance is dead maybe it's not i don't know let's just let's just see how what the future does and where it takes us yeah anyway Happy New Year. I hope you guys have uh, good romance luck this year. And wish me luck, too. Uh, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you all for joining me today on Thoughts and Theories. I hope you've learned something new or taken away something to think about. I hope to see you all next time. Till then, this has been Thoughts and Theories with Asha Ama Asri. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.